Hello to wherever these sound waves might reach your ears and welcome to the third episode of Spirituality 101. Today I'm talking to Kat, a woman who is very well versed in the embodiment of feminine energy. And of course we live in a time where everyone, or at least we're aiming for everyone being free to determine their own labels, so to say, their own gender, their own preferences, and that is hugely important. But what we're talking about today is harnessing a certain type of energy that is accessible to everyone. It's about harnessing a certain creativity, adaptability, and it's important that we look at these different energies that are out there because if we learn to recognize them, we can also learn how to balance them internally, which in the end results in much more peace. So I hope you enjoy this interview. She's going to give us a few tips on how to bring more of feminine energy within your life, no matter what your gender or your preference is. And we'll talk about also, of course, what it all entails. So I hope you enjoy this, and of course, shout out, reach out if you have any questions or you have a certain spiritual practice that you would love to hear some more about, you would love to hear an interview about. Enjoy. Let's first look at the kind of big overview of masculine and feminine energy. Does it mean that because I'm a woman, I'm only in feminine energy, or can you tell me a bit more about Mm. that? Yes, we carry both within, both masculine and feminine energy, both as men and as women. And as women, we do, though, feel more identified with the feminine. Most women do. And when I speak about feminine and masculine energy, I mean the energetics. It's not men and women. It's masculine and feminine energy because some women might identify with the masculine more and some men might identify with the feminine more. So it's about the energetics and my work is around women who feel identified with the feminine more. Okay. And so if you were to look at masculine and feminine, are there a few words that already pop up with you? Like you said, maybe feminine is is more embodied Can you give me a few more Mm. words that resonate with these energies? Yes. So starting with the masculine, um, it's the masculine is identified with presence, with awareness, with consciousness, um, that's stillness. And the feminine is identified with emotions, waves, with feeling, with feeling it all (laughs) and just as I speak about this I'm already yeah tapping into my feminine which is deeply connected to the heart and the feeling realm okay so for me that almost sounds like the masculine is more earthy almost Mm. a bit more maybe not materialized but a bit more yeah down to earth and the feminine is much more yeah in flow kind of like out there creative creation yes right yes yes cool. and the masculine is the container that holds the energy of the feminine of the flow of the waves of the emotion and it's it's about cultivating both within 
a healthy balance of inner feminine and masculine. So the feminine within feels safe to express her emotions and her flow and whatever is coming through her and her inner masculine holding that space for her. Mm. So she feels safe to be in her full expression. And with these energies, and let's talk about specifically the more feminine aspect, um, the more feminine energy, is there also a way that I can have too much feminine energy or too little? Yes. <laughs> um, and that is mostly the case when there is an imbalance of feminine and masculine. Um, too little feminine energy would be feeling disconnected from the body, the heart, the emotions. Um, and too much of feminine and not enough masculine would mean um, being too emotional and easily consumed by emotions, having um, difficulty, setting, difficulty setting boundaries, for example. Um, and that's the work then to cultivate more of that which, which needs to balance out that which is either lacking or too much. Hmm. Somehow that also reminds me a little bit of some, some mothers that are like mm. almost over, over caring, overbearing. They're, they're very, they can be very emotional at times. Mm -hmm. Would you say that could be with an imbalance between the masculine and the feminine where they don't really set their boundaries very clearly? Mm. Could be, yes, could definitely be a reflection of, of an imbalance there of too much in the emotion and maybe also in fear which is also detached from the feeling uh, from, from the body. Because when there's fear, when there's attachment, when there's intense emotions that don't feel, um, where we don't feel in our alignment, it's, I believe, an invitation to come back into the body, into the heart, and feel, what, what do you need right now? What is, what is happening in my body? Scanning the body, taking a moment to tune in. Which part of my body is requiring my attention right now? And how can I nourish that part? And also trusting in the answers that come through that the body and the intuition is sending. But yeah, that's a practice, a daily practice, because we live in such a masculine world where uh, it's, it's based on doing how much we achieve, how much we perform. And our worth starts, yeah, depending on how much we do rather than being and feeling and giving space to that which wants to flow through when we are in our feminine. Yeah, that really resonates. I think in my personal journey, I for a long time have been working much more from the ego, so to say, thinking, what is it that I want? You know, what is it that I want to achieve? What is the diploma or the job or the income that I want to have or the question I felt like I actually should be asking is what do I need mm -hmm. instead of what do I want what do I need mm -hmm. and tuning in with the feminine really allows more to to ask my body to tell me what it needs because the mind is what wants and the body is what needs yes Would and you agree? the body the heart is so wise but we have been taught to disregard our desires and needs and um, listening to our bodies wasn't honored anymore. It, it was all about uh, what are others expecting from me, what is society expecting from me, mm -hmm. rather than what, what feels good and in tune with me. And mm -hmm. I believe there's this huge movement now towards back within, back to what do I want? Um, what feels good for me? When do I feel most inspired? What excites me? And following that instead of what do I think I need? And so 
you probably already touched upon this, but mm. why is this so important for you personally to teach also? Mm. I was in the corporate world for quite a while and thought that this was going to be my path, <laughs> but feeling more and more the desire and urge to express myself creatively. And I felt so many interests come up as I was doing a corporate job. Um, and, and at some point I felt it wasn't in alignment anymore with what I truly really wanted. It wasn't my true desire to live in that world and function in that world, which um, was very masculine. Mm, sounds and like I it. I think yeah. Yeah, a lot of women find themselves in... in very masculine environments and trying to fit in but that often means to numb their their feminine their emotions their sensitivity uh, and just looking at our cycle uh, as as women we go through phases during the month and we learned to dishonor our cycle because we have to function and we have to be in a constant um, state of, of performance um, but the feminine isn't that. The feminine is fluid. It's, the feminine is crying and laughing and smiling and then going through depths and darkness. And the next moment it can be lightness again. And we um, have been taught that this is wrong, that there's something wrong with that. And I focus on bringing exactly that back and um, trying to make women feel safe in their emotions. Um, opening women up to feel, to listen in, to their bodies, to their intuition, to their heart. And that's through practice. It's Every single day is, is feminine practice because we have taught the opposite. So it doesn't come naturally for most women to be in their feminine, to wake up and connect with their bodies. It's not what we have learned. So it's a practice. And also for me, um, who is teaching that, I have to practice that every day and remind myself throughout my day when is it time to drop into my feminine what does my body need right now when I'm too much in my head I notice oh it's time to move it's time to lay down it's time to ask what she needs yeah I definitely feel that in a sense that um I'm a meditation coach and for me it's all about yeah detaching from the programming that we've been brought up with by our society by our family that also I think for a long time just didn't know any better yes um and stepping away from that programming by sort of recognizing it at first and then dropping into to the true creativity to the true uniqueness of our of our bodies and what it needs at that mind at that moment mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes it's as you're saying uncovering the patterns and knowing that for a long time we have been operating from pattern unconsciously we're not aware that we have made to we were made to believe that being on our feminine is wrong, but it's still how we have become and yeah. about knowing when when do I tend to not do it? When 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 is it coming from force? When do I feel stressed? Yes. And in these moments catching ourselves and seeing that as an opportunity to come back into the body and connecting with the feminine. Yeah. And so what does it what does it feel like? How can I notice when I'm not in touch with my inner feminine energy? Hmm. Yes, it's when you feel detached from your emotions. It's when you feel overwhelmed or stressed or anxious. And 
not in your body, not connected to your pleasure, because the feminine is pleasure. She loves to feel, she loves to feel good. And every time there's tension and contraction, ask yourself, what is, what would excite me right now? What would give me energy? When do I feel most alive? When do I feel most in the zone? When does nothing else matters? What, what is it that I'm doing in these moments? And that's your unique personal way of connecting with your feminine. And for a lot of women, that is writing, uh, moving, dancing, yoga, um, being creative, uh, being in nature. Nature is deeply grounding for the feminine mm-hmm. and grounds her her waves and when the emotions can can feel like too much nature is, is the medicine and the medicine can be different for everyone it's it's tuning in what what feels good so you say yeah the medicine is for everyone but um you also said this is good for women to tune into but men could also do this and mm. people who don't identify with either of these genders and identify with something else, mm-hmm. they could also use these steps. They could also use this practice. Oh, totally. Yes. It's what do you feel most drawn to? What do you feel most, what, which energy in you is more alive? Do you feel more masculine? Do you feel more feminine? And what in you wants to be expressed in this moment? And I am often in my masculine when I work with my women because I hold the space. I'm present, I listen, I hold space for the women I work with. So when I do my my coaching, I'm in my masculine because I hold space and I can switch. And after the calls, I come back into my feminine through dance and through movement, clearing my energy. And it's this constant dance, which energy wants to be expressed. And when you work, you are more in your masculine because there is focus, there's structure, there's presence, there's uh, the energy of stillness, of doing um well stillness as in focus yeah um and then knowing when it's time to drop back out and drop back in into the feminine and that's also practice to cultivate that within that awareness what do i need right now when is it enough when do i need to be back in my feminine or masculine yeah 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 yeah. okay and so whenever we then start looking for example at more being in a, in a relationship, this could even mm-hmm. be a friendship, but also a romantic relationship. Um, I personally am drawn to more masculine men, I think, but also with um, a touch of flow, like definitely the mm-hmm. creative side. Is that necessary for a romantic relationship to also be in balance? That both people are imbalance in the masculine and feminine themselves mm-hmm. or can it also be a relationship where the man is very masculine the, the woman is very feminine and that kind of complements each other in its own right mm. yes in in relationships it's it's all about polarity just as within the inner and feminine and inner masculine that's also being expressed in the relationship where there's uh, usually one part that is more identified with the feminine and the other part that is more identified with the masculine. But um, in order for that to be healthy and, and in flow, um, it's required for each to have their own balance of their own inner feminine masculine. I hope that answers yeah, your question. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <sighs> All right. And so you've already said this before. You already talked about this a little bit in the practice of when you find that you're too much in uh, 
your masculine that mm-hmm. you can drop a little bit more into the feminine where you you go back to nature you ask yourself what is it that i need but how about if i'm too much in my feminine and i feel over emotional i feel kind of mm-hmm. overwhelmed by what i'm feeling um i don't really have that strong sense of boundaries is there something that you could re- recommend for being in that energy too mm-hmm. much as well mm-hmm. yes and that is um we often fear the feminine because of that because we think i drown in the emotions and i get so consumed and nothing gets done if i'm too much in my feminine but as you're saying that's the feminine without boundaries that's the feminine without a, a healthy inner masculine that holds her waves in her container and the first step to overcoming that is by recognizing it, by recognizing, oh, I feel some sort of imbalance. I don't feel in my center. I don't feel aligned in myself. And that being the most important step. And then seeing how can I invite in more of that, that, that internal stillness, that container within that holds my feminine. And that is through learning to set healthy boundaries, seeing when am I not in a healthy boundary what what am i doing when am i disregarding my needs and desires um, and cultivating that awareness to catch yourself in these moments when you are operating out of um, out of alignment and acting out of alignment and how do you know how do you know when you're out of alignment how do you know when you've crossed that boundary because i feel like I've really learned and I'm still learning so much of my boundaries mm-hmm. by actually having crossed them and then yes. being like, oh, that's where my boundary was. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and you feel like it always yeah. works that way yeah. with yeah. boundaries? It's continuously doing that. Yeah. Learning mm-hmm. through crossing your boundaries and at some point knowing, hang on, I was here before. Am I choosing the the path that I, I have been going down for my whole life or am I choosing a different path and we can make that conscious decision to change our patterns. And I believe whenever we're being presented an opportunity to do that, we know, but it's easier to just not do it and do the thing that feels most familiar. The automatic response, the automatic programming. And being gentle and compassionate with yourself in the process, knowing that we're human and it's already to, it's, it's okay to, to mess up sometimes, but also cultivating that self-responsibility, that internal strength, that, space holding that yes i know i'm worthy i'm deserving of all this and um yeah healthy inner masculine also comes from worthiness and feeling deserving of that which we want to attract and cultivate within ourselves yeah beautiful okay so i think we're moving towards the end of this Mm. conversation (laughs) and Yeah, just one more question. If I feel like I want to learn more about these things, you are coaching, Mm -hmm. but you are holding a container for a certain amount of women. Um, Can I be coached by you at the moment? Or how? if that's not possible, can I learn more about this Mm -hmm. subject? Do you have some recommendations? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, send me a message if you're interested. Uh, I do have my one-on-one work where where containers are full right now, but there's always some space freeing up whenever there's um, a period over with one client. So I'm open to discuss that. And I'm also working on a group coaching container right now, um, which is not quite, uh, it's, it's not dropping yet but around mid-September. So that's also 
an option to work together and in a group of women. And I find the energy of women gathering together, the energy of women in, in one space, even if it's just on Zoom, but the energy of women together is so potent and powerful. And mm-hmm. um, if one woman ask, asks a question, it usually resonates with, with the others. And there is so much to learn from each other as well. So that's why I feel very drawn to working with women in groups as well. Yeah. And do you also have a recommendation of a book, for example, that you've found very inspiring in your journey yourself? Mm. I myself worked with mentors myself a lot um, that I can recommend. Also send me a message and I will give you a little list of the people that I find very inspiring and teachings that I resonate deeply with. Um, And books that make me feel more connected to my feminine make me and help me remember my divine essence which the most recent one was the Sophia code which I really love and keep recommending because it's it truly helps to connect with the divine within that we all have within but we just have forgotten to access and get out yeah okay the Sophia code mm. and have you ever heard of womb wisdom yes as well? that's magical yes that's a good one as well a lot of practical tips in that one indeed right? that's it goes really deep into the tragi- traditions and how how everything started how women started connecting with their womb and uh, blood rituals and how much wisdom there is in, in bleeding and in the feminine blood and how much we yeah how much magic there is really in our cycle and reconnecting mm. to our cycle. Yes. Absolutely. That's also a big part of my work is uh, cycle awareness and cycle in business and cycle in everyday life, knowing that things just are the way they are when we are going through a certain phase and honoring that rather than fighting or trying to change. Yeah. But going with it, with the flow. We might have to talk about that more another time. Yeah. <laughs> the cycle and uh, and its wisdoms. All right, Kat, thank you so much thank for you so being on here and talking mm. to all of us today. Uh, thank you everyone who tuned in today. And I hope to connect with all of you another time. Yes, thank you all for joining.